Before we get started with today's episode, I just have to say, as a disclaimer, I am not a professional and none of what I say on my podcast or on any other platform is any type of advice. I, Liam Scully, and my brand, Sum of Life, are not a substitute for diagnosing, treating, or forgiving medical slash mental health or life advice. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding your condition. And lastly, I just got to say, everything said in this podcast and on all my platforms is just my opinion and solely my opinion. So let's get started. You feel me? They've never been about that. No. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumb for having listened to you. You should know it extracts a terrible price. I am prepared. We all think that at first. I am prepared. I must say, damn good stuff, sir. There's going to be some shaky palms, some sweaty ones as well, to be honest with you. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. Hello and welcome to the Sum of Life podcast. I'm your host, Liam Scully. In today's episode, Joey and I, we reviewed the Happiness Project, their Instagram page, and kind of just like their company, I guess, generally. Tried to look at it through like it being a mental health page, but it was also kind of hard to do that when it seems like more of a company, but we talk about that in this podcast. But anyways, if uh, the owners of the Happiness Project are listening to this and they want to respond, just want to say you have the right to reply, you can come on the podcast and we can talk about the differences, I guess, or like the critiques some of the critiques that we laid out in this podcast. And I always try to say this, but I should say also that like I might have missed some things, some part of the content, but if I did, I'm not trying to like intentionally mischaracterize people or accounts. It's probably just because I missed it. But if I did miss something and someone figures something out, just please message me either through email or through social media. But yeah, this was a pretty fun account to do. I kind of updated the checklist for going on with these episodes and I might post the updated checklist because it's more concise but the one that I did post I think is fine for now I might just change it in the future but instead of having 15 things we just have 10 now and we score each one from 0 to 10 and then at the end we have different tiers or (laughs) levels that we say what these accounts belong to what level they belong to which I think just makes the episode more interesting honestly and more fun and then I should also say that if you do want to follow us on social media the account is Sum of Life Official on Instagram and Sum of Life Tweets on Twitter. And my Patreon is just Sum of Life. But I believe that's everything. I had mixed feelings about this episode, which I talk about in the episode itself, about it being hard to score the account based off of mental health or a business. It was like, it was really weird. So I hope there isn't, but there might be a part two. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Sum of Life podcast where we, well, you know, we kind of frame it in the lens of debunking Instagram therapy accounts. At least I do. (laughs) Um, So uh, today we're going to be reviewing the Happiness Project on Instagram. That is their handle on Instagram is Happiness Project or The Happiness Project. Yeah, it is uh, Happiness Project. And it says they're a clothing brand, 
but kind of seems like a mental health company clothing brand. So they have like their website, happinessproject.com. So yeah, what do you, what are your first thoughts about just seeing their website and Instagram, Joey? They're definitely a clothing company, but geared towards mental health, with a purpose towards donating funds to mental health and raising mental health awareness. So it's a clothing company, definitely a business, but surrounded and inspired by mental health and just it seems like the founders just want to make a difference in mental health somehow with the, with these clothes. Yeah, that's what it seems like to me too. And all their posts um, kind of have the typical look of like an Instagram therapy account where they have like really nice pictures. This one, this account just has like stick figures and all the colors of the rainbow. <laughs> and you can but, see yeah. right away, they make... They make it known on their website and on their Instagram that 15% of profits go toward mental health resources. So that really just seems like their mission. Like they try to make, they're trying to just push, you know, sell their products, but they're donating it to good causes, hopefully. Yes. And uh, somewhere on their website, I think it says that they donated over $100,000, which is pretty insane. And yeah. I made a whole episode, either one or two episodes ago, about like my kind of critique of selling things with mental health and with donations. But if you want to learn about what I think about this stuff a little bit, you can just go listen to that every that episode because I'm not going to rehash everything here. But yeah, so I think we should dive. I think we should dive straight into the checklist. Yeah, we'll go right into the checklist right away. Number one, I've literally been looking everywhere. I can't find it. Number one. I should actually just say first, we're going to be scoring each night, each item on the checklist, and we kind of narrowed it down. We're we're doing ten things now, and max score of ten, and then lowest score zero, obviously. With the scoring, you want a low score. But yeah, the lower the score, the better. And then we also have uh, bonus points, but we'll talk about those at the end. <laughs> so number one, is their disclaimer hard to find? Yeah, I've been looking at their website and their Instagram and I haven't seen anything. Yeah, and that's just like quick glance, nothing in their Instagram bio, even on their website. Like if you scroll to the bottom, is there anything? On their website? No. Maybe. See, they, have a, they have a menu. But I wouldn't know which one to click, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I put that, yeah, it was in all the way in their terms and conditions, some section that they have there. But again, as like a normal viewer, like who's going to go to the terms and conditions unless they have like a problem with something? I don't know. All so, right, definitely, definitely a 10 there. Yeah, that's a, that's a 10 <laughs> for no disclaimer. <laughs> Smack them with it. All right, let's see. Let's get on to number two. So are you like uh, going to school to be a therapist or like what's the deal here? Me? God, no. Number two. Are they professional therapists or going to slash in school to be one? Um, definitely not. They are, they seem like our age, you know, 24, 25. And they're just, I think they come out and say it, that they're just business, they're business people and they're doing it for a good cause. Yeah. So maybe we should give them a bit of leeway there because they are like doing it for a specific thing. And it's not like everyone's plan to be a therapist and to have like a You don't have to be a therapist. You don't have to be a therapist or professional to make a difference in the world of psychology and mental health. Exactly. 
Yeah, I completely agree. I feel like they come out and say it. They're not trying to like pretend yes. that they're experts. I'm gonna give. I think we should give them a good score. Yeah, I I would only give them like maybe a three, honestly. Yeah, let's do a three. Yeah, because I I think that um. I think what I'm trying to frame in that part of the checklist is like what you said, like where they like make it like misleading or something or like they're they're all knowing about like anxiety or depression. Like, I just think some type of background is pretty good. But like you said, though, you don't have to be like an expert to know what anxiety feels like if you have anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Moving on to number three. You know, you could have OCD if you touch your face like 10 times a day. is it easy to self-diagnose yourself just going through the instagram posts what do you think um well the first post right away says things anxiety can make you do and you just read through it it's kind of generic things like not replying to texts or calls for days at a time conversational skills seem to fade it may be hard to form sentences. I was looking at the one like constantly thinking others are judging or watching your every move. That one I think is re- relatable for a lot of people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was thinking looking at that. I'm always having this type of conversation with my friends. And I always say, you know, everybody's worried that they're being judged or that mm-hmm. they're being, you know, people are watching your every move. But if everybody's worrying about that, Nobody really has time to actually judge you, <laughs> that, you know? That's so true. <laughs> I always think about that. You think so much more about yourself and like who is judging you and like being judged rather than someone actually thinking about you and like judging you. Like they're probably worried about the same thing. They're probably thinking what like, was that person judging me? No, Instead exactly. Of like thinking about the other person. Exactly. exactly. So it's like pretty ironic. It's really funny. So first post right away, but then you scroll through. I'm not really seeing much. What about you? Yeah. The next one that I came across was like what self gaslighting looks like, but I don't even know how much of a, I don't think self self gaslighting can be classified as like a mental illness. Like the first thing it says is like you criticize yourself for being too sensitive or emotional. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of just do that because I just think about like how I'm interacting or something. Uh, not because I'm like self gaslighting myself. I don't know. Some of these things make it like easy to attach things onto yourself. Like you have like these things and then you can say, oh, well, it's self gaslighting or something, Mm -hmm. for example. But yeah, I'm not saying that that's like self-diagnosing because I don't know what, like self-gaslighting isn't a mental illness, but. I see what you're saying. I'm seeing a post from November 15th talking about seasonal affective disorder, SAD. Mm -hmm. It's basically, and actually the caption explains it pretty well, which is, if you don't know, it's basically the idea, you know, as winter comes and you get less exposure to the sunlight, you know, people tend to feel more depressed. There's a lot of science behind that. And they explain it pretty well. And they talk about the treatments, which they say is light therapy, medicate, they say medications and psychotherapy. So that's kind of generic, but definitely not horrible. Especially living here in the Northeast section of the United States, like winters just suck. Yeah. I hate not having like sunlight. Even now we're, we're getting like probably an hour more of sunlight than we, what we just had in like December. And mm-hmm. it's like, my mood is like so much better <laughs> just because of more sun. Yeah, with COVID, everybody was staying inside all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's no wonder that mental health, like there were so many mental health problems, you know, as we're staying away from sunlight, as we're staying away from other people, as we're, st- as we're just staying inside all the time, it's going to lead to, you know, negative effects. Yeah, I think it's a, 
Andrew Huberman. Uh, I'm not sure if you know him, but he talks about like the importance of just when you get up in the morning just to get like 10 to 20 or 30 minutes of sunlight and like how important that is for like a human mm-hmm. being. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of like almost fully believe that. I think that is like really important. We're not supposed totally. to just be creatures like in a cave. I don't think our like ancestors were like that. <laughs> they, I think they were probably walking around more than staying in a cave all day. I know. I always, yeah, like the evolutionary side, you got to think where you came from, you know, mm-hmm. living in, living indoors like this is a very new, is a very new thing for human beings. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. So what would you score them on that? I'm willing to give them a five, you know, in the middle. I was actually, I was thinking exactly the same thing. I think I'm going to give them a five too. All right. So moving on to number four. Excuse me. Hello. How can I help you? How much is that uh, mental health sweatshirt? Oh, that one? That'll be $116. You gotta be fucked. Number four. Oh, this one will be good. <laughs> Are they trying to sell you something about mental health that they made themselves? That's the name of the game with, this, <laughs> with these people. <laughs> it's not a bad, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, no, but no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because they are listed as like a clothing brand, I guess. Yeah, it's exactly what they're doing. So should we just go through some of their items, though? Okay. So what's the first thing you see on their website? Their hoodies. All right. So on their website, they're having a Valentine's Day sale. You get fourteen percent off these nice hoodies. Um, some of them are a lot of them are seventy dollars. One of them that's kind of cool. It's half white, half tie dye. That's one hundred sixteen dollars, which is pretty expensive yeah 116 is what caught my eye of this account in the first place like i i know there's a lot of insta therapy accounts out there selling things this is the first time i think i ever saw something over like 60 or 70 dollars and i think their lowest price sweatshirt is 70 dollars at least from what i see doing some quick math so for every 116 dollar hoodie they sell they donate 17 dollars yeah, that's true. That is true. Then they still get $99 minus costs and everything. People got to eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, so, yeah. so they have a ton they have a ton more products. We could go through them, but what score would you give them? Oh man, I want to give them a 10 just because it's such a ridiculously high number. It's the goal of the company. It's a company. Yeah. So is it a bad thing that they're doing? I don't think it's like, they're not trying to sell you. They're not trying to be like hustlers in my opinion. Mm. Well, <laughs> how, how do I, <laughs> can I read? It's not you? like they're like trying to like, it's not like they're trying to sell you like some product that's going to solve all your mental health problems. Their, their stated goal is okay. We make these nice sweatshirts. They're expensive, but we donate, you know, 15% to mental health causes. Yeah. It's like, you know what you're getting. You're getting a sweatshirt. You're not getting the answer to your problems, but you're getting a nice sweatshirt. That is true. I I guess, I guess my critique would be, first of all, the price is, I think, ridiculous. Okay. I think you're kind of like, you're kind of right though, because they are saying that they're a business. So they like the goal of businesses obviously is to make money, but say yeah. that like mental health or depression was their number one goal like you you should be donating like a lot i think this sounds like probably crazy to most people but i think if like mental health is your goal you should be donating like 50 50 maybe you get 50 you donate 50 i don't know i could see them donating more but again but we're not the ones running the business yeah we don't know the cost we don't know a lot of the costs that go into it 
maybe these are made in America, so they're more expensive to make. Yeah. So and, yeah, I well, I also just want to say too that like I think when you attach mental health generally to something that's selling, it helps, and also. I think it helps because that, well, like people are more willing to spend for a cause or like if you're donating, but also that really mentally ill people will be like desperate to buy something. Like we talked about, like with the book and the book was only $8 for what was it? The depression project is the name of the account. The depression project. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just think seriously mentally ill people or you don't have to be, you just have to be like, I guess mentally ill, but like if you're desperate. Like that'll make you desperate to buy something to like make you feel better. I think $116 is probably reasonable because like they are that. So I don't right, know. So it's very cynical, you, but you kind of swayed me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to just give them, I don't want to just give them a five and take the easy road out. Well, what score would you give them? I think I would give them, I would give them a nine <laughs> just because <A> nine. <laughs> I, I think just because they donate at least some percent. Maybe maybe was, uh, maybe eight because they donated over a hundred thousand. But I was gonna give them a four so we could be <laughs> yeah. in the middle and say six. Okay, yeah. You want to just yeah? So we got six then, right? For the total. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, actually, let's go. How? What were the other ones again? I gotta write I, these I've down. I've been keeping track. Don't worry. Oh, okay, okay, go. Perfect. Thank God, I have a co-host. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on to number five then. It makes a lot more sense if you think about it in terms of anxiety. Man, will you shut the fuck? Mambo number five. Do their posts make it easy to identify with a mental illness? If yes, does that also then make it easier to look at life through the lens of a mental illness? What are your thoughts? I feel like this is kind of similar to like self-diagnosing. So what I was going to say is like they, you know, use the word mental illness. And mm -hmm. when I go through the posts, when I go through the posts, it doesn't seem like they're trying to diagnose. They're, it doesn't seem like they're talking about mental illness a lot of the time. It's more of just maybe just general terms like anxiety and things like that. But what do you think? Yeah, I think they do a little bit, but honestly, just like looking at it, it looks like so much of their goal is just to be trendy and like to market, like looking gotta, at their posts. I gotta be honest, I hate their font. It's so hard to read. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a crayon. It's like they use yeah, a crayon. It's not good if you're colorblind either. <laughs> it's like they try to appeal to like children or something. I don't really know. Yeah, especially because like they're, I'll just mention briefly that like a lot of their posts include like stick figures and like simple phrases, I guess, or, you know, like what a post, like you can't have like paragraphs in a post. It somewhat makes it easy because like there is a little bit of like, you know, here's what anxiety is or here what here's what depression or like self gaslighting is. Mm -hmm. So like kind of makes it easy to like attach things to yourself and then maybe look at life like in that lens. But Compared with other accounts and just generally, I don't. I also. I don't think it's that much, to be honest. I don't think so either. I, I would give say... them like a maybe a two or a one, honestly. All right, let's do a one. Yeah, I'll do a one. I'm willing to be nice. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> all right, so the next one. God, I'm so mad. I just stubbed my toe. You might actually have anger issues. <laughs> Number six. Number six. 
do they ever talk about normal fluctuations of mental health or more so the details of being mentally ill. What was that one post you found earlier? It was like uh, sadness. Yeah, so seasonal affective disorder. Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called? And there there was another one too, right? That was like what the difference between being sad and being depressed or was that not? Am I just thinking that? Oh yeah, it was, um, that was one of the slides on a post. Yeah, like that, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'll give them props. Yeah, I think like, a lot of I think a lot of accounts want to say that you know they want to just equate all these things like you know a neg- they want to equate you having negative emotions or going through maybe some rough emotions with a mental health disorder or with some mental illness. Yep. Which which I think is nuts. You know. I also agree. I'm just looking through their account to see to see like where they differentiate. But now that I'm looking like it's they just talk about a lot of different things like around the scope of mental health, like not specifically like mental illnesses, like a lot of these other accounts do, I think. Yeah, like just looking through their posts. So So, yeah, yeah, I would give them another low score, honestly. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I would actually probably give them a one again. Me too. They're doing pretty good. Yeah, this is actually this working out pretty well. (laughs) (laughs) number seven so so like where do i go if i want to get rid of this stuff yeah no i hear you i know how you feel you know no i know you said that yeah and i'll say it all day long i know how you feel huh what numero siete What does it say? Do they offer any detailed long-term values or goals for recovery or where to find it? I'll tell you right away, I see a post about, I see a post for all these different hotlines that you could call. Yep. So for things like su- yeah, suicide prevention, eating disorder, drug abuse, grief or loss, dating abuse or domestic violence. So yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I think it's pretty good too. As far as like their other posts go. Not as much. Yeah, like they don't, I feel like so many of the things are like short term trendy. So for that reason, I feel like I would have to up my score a little bit just because like it's not in there. I see one that says take a break from social media today. You won't miss out on anything. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what are you thinking? I'm thinking probably a four for some reason. I'm looking, I'm still looking, but you know, I don't know. We got to remember it's still, they're still trying to be like a business, but yeah, I'll give them a four. That's exactly what I was just keeping in mind. Like now when I'm looking at this, I'm just looking at it as it as a business. But maybe I should say that like, I think this is the wrong way to talk about mental health as like a business like this. I don't know. (laughs) So are they using, so then your complaint would be they're using mental health as a way to just sell their, their sweatshirts at a really good margin. Yeah. While also like partially doing something good. I guess. Oh, partially doing. Well, do four hundred thousand donated is nothing to scoff at. No, the question is the question is you know where is that money going? A lot of charities, you know, I don't know how much difference do a lot of charities make. I don't know. Some are better than others. Yeah, that's why I actually always donate when I do donate to uh, through effective altruism. I don't know if you ever heard about that. Like I have, yeah. Yeah, it's like super. Apparently, like the most efficient donation that you could ever. Like I gave $60 as a donation and it showed me, it outlined exactly where each dollar and each, like it was going to a community that was receiving like medication, I think for like schizophrenia or something or like severe mental health disorders that, uh, for places that didn't have resources. But yeah, that's the, I mean, 
obviously a hundred thousand dollars donated is great but like when when you don't know so, where, where their money is going it kind of sucks too but that's not like going, a critique that's just a general statement they, do, they donate to NAMI national alliance on mental illness and it, they have a nice post on their like one of their one of their stories and it describes like what NAMI does how you can learn more about it so kind of cool like definitely respect the transparency yeah and like that maybe that uh that probably helps people long term but i guess like my critique is like how much are their posts helping people long term i say 3 or 4 yeah i would just yeah i would say 4 i think all right we'll stick with 4 all right number 8 you wouldn't gaslight me would you no no i'm really going to gaslight the fuck out of her someone go get number 8 he's up Oh, oh my. You want to read that one? <laughs> are there posts trendy and are they looking for engagement? So I don't even want to talk about this. I'm just going to say 10. <laughs> but, okay. But let me say something. Insta- the point of Instagram is to be yes, get yes, engagement, true. right? <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is very true. But that definitely is the po- that. That definitely is the point of their posts as well. Yeah, now like you really got me looking at this in like a business lens again, instead of like a mental health, like pure right. mental health. Right. And now I'm like, like obviously the point of business is to get engagement and marketing. I know. How trendy. can I give them a bad? How can we give them a bad score? <laughs> I know. I'll yeah, say that. I hate. I hate the way they try to be trendy. I'm yeah, I do hate that too. But it works. They have a ton of followers. Yeah, it does work. They have 389,000 followers. I don't think we mentioned that yet. It's pretty good. Yeah. Right. I. What would you say? Because maybe I'm going to bring it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the easy way out and say five. Five? You want to meet yeah. in the middle at seven? That's, you're going to give them a ten? All right. uh, no, no, wait. Actually, wait, wait, wait. Uh, let's stick with seven. Is that good? <laughs> Yeah, it's great. <laughs> businesses, are, businesses aren't allowed to get followers. <laughs> this is why I have a co-host. Someone's <laughs> got to keep me in check. I'm like super cynical of all this stuff. So let me just say like Joe said like five. I would probably do like a nine. So we're like meeting at like a seven. Um, all right. What's what's number nine? Hello. Would you like a short term figure post? Oh, my God. Seven, eight, nine. Where did he go? Where's nine? Do their posts reinforce coddling? Examples would include short-term feel-good posts. This one, I'm going to say I'm leaning on yes, based off what we've looked at. Yeah, I would actually, yeah, I would say like absolutely. Okay. Like they, especially even just with the art, honestly, like that, that's kind of like feel-good, like kind of coddling, I feel, I think, honestly. So here's... Here's one comforting text to send to someone with depression. No need to respond, but I wanted to let you know how much I appreciate having you in my life. It's really nice, but nobody really talks that way. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't like, <laughs> it doesn't seem genuine when you say something like that. It's just like, these are so generic. Yes. And like, I think this is like really coddling too, or like too much of like safetyism. They have a post that says things not to say to someone with depression. Like, um, if there was a post that was like, things not to say to someone with anxiety, how are you ever going to get over anxiety if you're always triggered by something that someone would say to you just because you have anxiety, I guess is my point. I don't know how to really equate it to depression, but... Yeah, I'm just thinking of exposure therapy when you say that. 
Yep. For those who don't know, just like briefly, like exposure therapy or ERP basically incrementally exposes you to your fears. Like if you have an anxiety disorder, because that's how you get over your fears. It's not like you're supposed to keep avoiding things that you're scared of because that'll further push you into like being anxious. So I think it's like one of the best therapies that there is. I, I couldn't agree more. I think it's actually the number one treatment for like OCD. Like it yeah. by far works the best. Yeah. Okay. But so yeah, I would say, I mean, I think it's pretty coddling and like my new sweatshirts an, are pretty coddling. I'm going to say an eight. I'm also, yeah. Let's meet, let's meet at eight. That's perfect. Okay. Last one. Guys, like really though, do you, like, do you really care? I just gotta know. I just gotta know. All right, please. Little Jimmy, just because we made a hundred thousand dollars off of sweatshirts last year, that doesn't mean a damn thing. We still absolutely care about your mental well-being. <sighs> Making a final appearance tonight. The big one oh. Number... <laughs> Lastly, ask yourself, what makes these accounts genuine? Do they want to help you or do they want to gain popularity and make money off of mental health or one more than the other or both equally the same? So like we've been saying this whole time and like they have on their, on their account, on their website, they're business first and foremost, but they donate proceeds to hopefully a good cause. I haven't researched the, the, the mental health charity that they donate to, but they're very mm -hmm. transparent about it. And something to think about is the more successful the business is, the more money they donate, which that's, is good. That's a good point. Yeah. Like it, how many sweatshirts did they have to sell <laughs> to get over a hundred thousand dollars? That's a so, lot. Like that'd probably be like one point something million dollars. Yeah, because most of the sweatshirts are seventy dollars, and for those they donate ten dollars, which is probably where the fifteen percent came from. So then, oh, true. Yeah. So yeah, they would have to sell a ton. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's be. a lot of sweatshirts. Holy shit. Yeah. But then people are wearing them and then they say, wow, where'd you get that sweatshirt? I'm going to buy one. And yep. then yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody wins in this scenario. Well, also, too, I guess, you know, their name is Happiness Project. How much do you agree with? I don't know. This is also a very cynical take. Not uh -huh. <laughs> definitely <laughs> expected from me to say something like this. But like, how much do you agree to having like happiness forced down your throat? <laughs> all the time <laughs> okay with that yeah, yeah i'm on your side because i feel like this is there's this idea of like you know just be happy just be happy just be happy you know happiness is the goal and for me happiness is not the goal i think for a lot of people they come to realize that happiness is not a goal it could be a byproduct and it's it's great to be happy you're not going to be happy all the time. And I think by trying to be happy all the time, it just creates more problems for you. Yeah, because I think it sets up like expectations. And if your goal is to like always be happy, you're, you're always going to be failing yourself because that's like yeah. impossible to do. And yeah. that'll just like uh, you'll fail your expectations. And why would you want to be happy all the time? You know, like why not? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> like if you want to do something... If you want to like pursue something in life that's hard and challenging, you're not going to be happy the entire time you're doing it. You know, no. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. You're going to go through difficult emotions, but you got to go through it because it's meaningful and it's going to, it's always worth it. Yeah. Like those really down moments, you can like rethink things or you can, I don't know, at least for me, like if I get like really down about something that I'm like doing that I'm passionate about, I'm like, what am I doing? Getting mm -hmm. like actually kind of like getting hard on myself, I feel like makes me better like at my passion or like 
I can evaluate things. Like I wouldn't want to um, constantly praise myself, I guess, which would give no, me a, a feedback of like a positive feedback of like, even if I was doing something wrong, I guess. I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Do they seem genuine to you? If I was viewing them as a mental health, pure mental health, I would think that they're somewhat genuine because of their backstory. I think that's very genuine. Yeah. And I also think, I obviously, that the donation shows that they do care. Like, they want to actually send money, whether they know where the best resource is to, like, send money to or not. Uh-huh. I think that shows that they care. But the price makes me think that they're, I mean, again, like, they're, now that you described it, like, that they are, you know, they're a business. So I don't know how genuine I can make it. I mean, I guess I would go like 50-50, maybe them like, maybe like be like a four or five because $116 is just so much for a sweatshirt. So I'll give them, I'll give them a four. Yeah. I would, I'm, surprised, uh, I'm surprised you went that low, to be honest. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll give them I, a four. Yeah. Maybe now I'm reconsidering. <laughs> but, oh, you got to stick with your gut. Yeah. I'll stick with stick with a four. Okay. So adding up how much. What's great about that four is that their final score is a 49. Oh my God. There's (laughs) no way. Is that really true? (laughs) I swear. Holy. Wow. Okay. Maybe I have to reevaluate the numbers. No, I I think, I think they did great. (laughs) They're genuine genuine Johnny's. You think they are? (laughs) Well, they're right on the edge. I feel like I have to reevaluate. Listen, you can't you can't fault the system just because you didn't get what you wanted. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I guess we would got I, a score of forty nine. Yeah, would I buy a sweatshirt from them? No, you know some people like these things, and at least at least I don't know. I have no idea of anything about this charity, so hopefully it's a good one. These I hope people, it is they, too. They seem like genuine guys. Definitely started for a really good reason and a relatable reason i think for a lot of people the posts weren't the worst things i've ever seen i've seen i think you and i have both seen a lot of just insta therapy posts people it would be so easy to self-diagnose yourself whereas with these they're definitely coddling they're definitely it's definitely like childish outlook on you know mental health but it's also not the worst i ever saw yeah i agree and i think maybe the score might be a little conflated because I was partially looking at them as like a business versus like mental health, but it's yeah. hard to look at them. It's hard. It's hard to think about this because like I said, kind of that I don't think mental health should be talked about in this way as like a, a business, I guess like a therapist's job isn't to be like a, like they're supposed to make themselves obsolete. They're not looking to make money off of mental health, I guess mm-hmm. is like my critique. Like they're actually like really just want to get people to their goal and then they stop seeing the therapist. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was like hard to look at it that way when they're so geared towards being a business what i think of is like it's like you and i have not donated a hundred thousand you know to a cause like that we try to help in other ways but that's such a a tangible thing that they've done and so you gotta give props where props are due yeah you can find you can find we can find faults for days and days but at the end of the day i don't know where i was going with that (laughs) (laughs) At the end of the day, I think what you were saying is they are genuine Johnnies. They got their <laughs> score below a 50. They're close. They're close. If they start pumping out, you know, <laughs> saying like, this is what depression looks like. This is what blah, blah looks like. We'll be back. Yeah, they might They might get up to being a business cycle pickle if they really start pushing those sweatshirts even more than they do now. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, actually, since we... 
since I never went through the... Oh, wait a second, Joey. Wait a second. We have bonus points. Do they uh... get the bonus points? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, uh... so let's just say without bonus points, they got a genuine Johnny score. Like, they obviously donated 100,000 plus. We haven't. I think what you said was, like, pretty spot on. That Like, that mm-hmm. makes them, like, really genuine. That's a lot of money. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, these are just for fun bonus points so without bonus points they seem pretty genuine and yeah like when you look at their instagram maybe i should say this like you look at their instagram account as a business rather than a mental health page i don't think it's that harmful because if you're viewing it as a business and not as something to help you with your mental health then i i think it's just like a business it's that's all like that's all it is really that's what it comes down to so let me just go through what what each tier is of an Instagram therapy account and then what the bonus points are. But we got 49 out of 100 for the Happiness Project before adding bonus points. So number one, the top tier of an Instagram therapy account is a Gator. And that's a score of 90 to 100. I don't know where I got the name Gator from. I think it was from that cop movie that Will Ferrell is in. Like he's guys. all about the money. Yeah, the other guys. <laughs> Uh, okay, so number two, which is the score of 80 to 90, pseudotherapeutic psychics. Those ones will get you. You know, you got to watch out for those guys. <laughs> <laughs> number three, we got business cycle pikels. That's a score of 70 to 80. Number four was identity mishap whippersnaps. That's a score of 60 to 70. Joey had no no partaking in these names. These are all just what I threw out there. These are unbelievable. <laughs> Number five is symptom lister or sisters. That's a score of 50 to 60. You know, Those guys aren't trying the to- worst. Yeah, they're just like listing symptoms, trying to get you to self-diagnose yourself. And then number six, which was what we got for Happiness Project without bonus points, was a genuine Johnny, which is a score of below 50. So like those people that like they're genuine, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Each checklist, you get a score of one to 10. And we were doing that the whole time. But bonus points. Time for some bonus points. Five bonus points if these two things. Number one, they make up a mental illness. So let's go through their account to see if they do. I don't think... I don't think they do. I don't think they do. If someone makes up a mental illness, I'll be... (laughs) Have you you seen that anywhere? I've just seen, like, similar things, like driving anxiety or something, like, where they classify it as, like, driving anxiety. You know who makes up mental illness? The people who make the DSM. Oh, my God. (laughs) They put everything. (laughs) They put, like... They want to make a disorder out of everything. It's unbelievable. I know. I I would love, and I know it's going to happen probably one day, that we're just going to come across an account and there's going to be a phrase there. We're going to be like, did they just make up a mental illness? (laughs) Okay, but no, this happiness project did not. I don't see it. I don't see anything. But... They got got one bullet. (laughs) But the second one for bonus points, you want to read that? They they use all, all the main colors in one post. <laughs> I think in every post they use their main colors. That's, every a, post that's an extra like five. Ra- every yeah. post looks like the rainbow. Yeah, that's basically, I mean, yeah. Does your post look like a rainbow? So. <laughs> you might not be a genuine Johnny. You might not be. So with right, bonus so- points, they are a symptom lister a sister. All right, not the worst. But... <laughs> yeah that's all that's really low but so 
Yeah, because without bonus points, there's still a genuine Johnny. So I, I feel like that'll be pretty rare for the accounts going forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just missed the cutoff at 49. They were right there. I knew they were at 45 when we were deciding on the last score. That's why... Oh wow! Before, yeah. Wow, that's. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking either six or four, or four to six for some reason. But I was a little biased on it. But you gave me, you gave me four, and I ran with it. <laughs> it's genuine. It was genuine. That is a review of the Happiness Project. I sweatshirt. Some money donated. <laughs> Personal opinion. It's a little too cartoonish, childish for me, but, you know, props to them. Yeah, my personal opinion, why donate 15% of $116 when you yourself can just send $116 somewhere else? So I'll just say that. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys next time. I don't want you to tell us what you do. I want you to tell us who you are. I'll explain. And I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Since I own six speaker cities, I'm worth three and a half million dollars that the government knows about. I got more electronics up there than a damn kiss concert. I think you're bluffing. It's possible, pig. I might be bluffing. One of the wettest we've ever seen from the standpoint of water. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. Now don't call me Shirley. That may be the first time in my life a man has dared insult me. It won't be the last. Pick up that piece of trash, huh? Tuck in your shirt! What are you doing? Have a sense of pride, huh? What is wrong with these guys? I thought we were friends! What is happening? Your name is Flyer because you're telling lies! Why are you the way that you are? Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not. I hate so much. Pain. Life is pain, Highness. Anyone who says differently is selling something.